This is The Relative Podcast, hosted by Zay Beauty. Today, we're going to be talking about my self-love journey, how I've come to loving myself and how the experience and the journey has been. There's been ups and downs, and I would like to share how I managed to go from being a very insecure and unloving person of myself to a very secure and loving person of myself yeah so yeah as a kid i used to be very insecure about myself i never really liked how i how thin i was or how i looked in general i never liked my complexion i never liked how thin i was how tall and fast growing i was i was very insecure about myself um Appearance-wise and personality-wise, I never knew myself, really. I never was comfortable with being myself around people because I would always get judged about certain things about myself. And at the same time, not only was I getting judged, but also I, o- I always would try to fit in with people, always would try-, try to fit in with certain groups. And I noticed this, looking back, I noticed that I was like this Um during my schooling years so from primary to high school uh i think in university that's when i started being myself and accepting myself and being comfortable in my skin in high school i would only think i was pretty if i got some guys attention or i would basically seek my approval through the male gaze so if i wasn't getting attention from guys Um, If I wasn't getting asked out, if I was getting rejected, whenever I would ask a guy out, I always felt like, okay, maybe I'm not that pretty, you know, Um, maybe I'm actually not as pretty as I think I am or, okay, because I never thought I was pretty. So maybe I'm not as pretty as people say I am because my parents would always say, oh, you're beautiful, my angel. Uh, And some of my friends, I guess, would be like, oh, you're so pretty. Oh, this picture of you is so nice or stuff like that. You know, Uh, I never I've never been very welcoming of compliments because I never how I never knew how to uh, accept them, how to receive them, you know, because I didn't think much of myself. So getting compliments was kind of was kind of weird for me, you know. So, yeah. In primary, I remember, uh, I'm having a flashback. In primary, I had a, a crush. I, there was this crush I had on this other guy. And I asked him out in front of um, my friends, in front of our class. And he said that he didn't feel the same. And I was so embarrassed. I felt so embarrassed and rejected. And I don't know, it just was not a good feeling. And I felt ugly. I'm just stupid when I think about it now. Uh, and it happened again in high school where I confessed a crush I had on someone and they would reject me and I would feel the very same feelings. Um, ugly and rejected and embarrassed. You understand? So it was a lot, you know. I had I felt this pressure of shortening my skirt or doing girly hairstyles so I can feel pretty and look like a girl you know because I think from a young age I've always realized that okay I may not I do not really have the (sighs) yo 
I don't know how to every time I try to explain this, I feel like I lose the words to explain it. I feel like I am more masculine compared to how society perceives a girl should be, you know, like how a girl should normally look and be beautiful in that look. I am beautiful. I know that now. But from a young age, I always knew that I have some masculine appearance to me and I don't really look like a girl off the bat, you know. So I have to make sure that I do a hairstyle that shows that I'm a girl. I I dress like a girl. And yeah, it was all these things that I felt like I had to do so that I don't get confused for a guy because I would get confused for a, a boy a lot. From a young age till this day, I get confused for a guy. So when I was younger, it was really, it was something that, that I took offense to and it was something that I really um, struggled with. Now comes the question, how did I outgrow my insecurities? And there is three steps that I didn't consciously decide to practice these steps and be like, hey, you're going to love yourself after this. It was just things, things that I would randomly do. And eventually I realized that these things are actually helping me to like myself, to love myself, you know. So there's three steps that I practiced um, not really every day, but on a day to day basis, you know. Um, and these, these practices really helped me to seeing myself and loving myself. The first one being, um, which is the main way, I believe this is the main way that helped me was looking at myself in the mirror whilst naked. I, I'm not joking. (laughs) I would look at myself in the mirror a lot, especially after taking a bath or a shower. I would go to the mirror and look at myself, look at my entire body. There is no spot that I don't know that is on my body. There's nothing about my body that I don't know. No one can come to me and say, hey, did you know you have this on your back? I actually know everything that's on my back. I know everything that's on my front. And my friends didn't believe me um, because there was a time when they my friend saw like I think I have a birthmark at the back and he noticed it and he was like hey you have a birthmark on your back and I was like yeah and he looked at me funny he's like how do you know who's telling you about these marks on your back and I was like no 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 I actually do look at myself in the mirror and I study my body and that was a little hobby I had and it helped me to look at to see myself in a way that I I never used to see myself. You know, I used to be very uncomfortable. I used to think I was very thin and I wasn't beautiful. I wasn't sexy at all. I was just I was just a sticks of menges. That's all I thought of myself, you know. And then time and time again looking at myself, I started seeing cute things about my body, cute things about my facial features, and I started liking myself more and more. I'm not going to lie, liking my facial features is still something I struggle with today. Um, Even when I take pictures, I'm actually very camera shy. So when I take pictures, I'm very, I'm very cautious when someone is taking pictures of me. I can take pictures of myself, but when someone else is taking pictures of me, I'm very insecure of my face to be specific. So I'm still trying to learn how to love myself, love my face unconditionally. 
I mean, I do think I'm beautiful to a certain extent. How can I say? I think I'm on 70% of my facial self-love right now. <laughs> my body, on the other hand, I love my body to bits. I don't know. I, I'm very happy with the body that I have. And yeah, I'm no longer insecure about my body. When it comes to my complexion, also looking in the mirror helped me because as as a young kid i used to um, scrub myself i would scrub the dark spots around my body because i felt like i was too dark and i wasn't pretty you know like i just wanted to be a little shade lighter you know just to be better so i would take um isaralama potato i don't know how to say that in english a sack of potatoes but okay a sack is like a whole but isaralama <laughs> yeah you, if you understand you understand but i used to take that thing and we we used it to wash we would use it to wash the bathtub after bathing or like to wash the walls whenever we sprinkling the house or whatever so i would take that and scrub my body if not that i would take the body scrub a body scrub um what's that I don't know what it's called as well, but the one that's made of stone, I would also take that and scrub my body, like scrub the dark parts of my body. That would be my knees, my elbows, my neck. Oh, there's so many parts. And the thing about my complexion is I have different shades of the color brown. I have dark spots. I have a bit, a bit of a light shade of brown. And then I have like a lighter shade of brown all around my body, especially on my back. So I I didn't like that. I didn't like that, especially in high school. I thought that I looked like someone who had a skin problem or something. It was an insecurity of mine. But then I actually love that about myself right now. I feel like it looks so cool. And I ended up liking myself, loving the way I look, all because I was looking at myself in the mirror. Number two, fashion. When it comes to fashion, fashion helped me especially with my personality because i would just wear whatever my parents would want me to wear when i started learning what type of clothes i liked what type of fashion i liked when i started learning that about myself it made me feel more comfortable in my skin so finding my fashion sense made me comfortable in my skin and comfortable in my personality and being myself more whenever i'm around people and for those if you don't know I have a more tomboy type of fashion sense. I'm not really into the whole dresses and skirts thing. I do have my days. I do have my days where I want to put on that short skirt. But I actually, I think I prefer, not even I think, I've come to the conclusion that I actually prefer long skirts. Very long skirts. Like it should cover my ankles type of skirts. But also it depends on the design. And when it comes to dresses, it's still, I still have a love-hate relationship with dresses. I like to wear a dress if it's when I want to, not when I'm forced to, you know. And my family loves forcing me to wear a skirt a skirt and a dress or just to look like a girl in general. And I'm just not there. It's not where, it's not the type of fashion sense where I feel my most comfortable and my most beautiful or sexy um, I feel my sexiest when I'm in tomboy clothes. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's just my personality. That's just how I am. And lastly, doing my hair. Doing all sorts of hairstyles and experimenting with my hair is one thing, is another thing that helped me 
love myself and see my true beauty. I think as girls, we can all relate when I say there is nothing compared to that glow after doing your hair. Yawana, when you're done doing your hair and you like, even if your sponge is out there, but after you do your hair and your face is glowing, I don't know, you just have this different type of glow and you just feel so beautiful and you feel like the baddest bee in the world. Yeah, that's how I would feel every time I would do my hair. And again, I had to start learning what type of hairstyles I liked and what type of hair color I would like to experiment with. And it was a lot. Um, it was a lot, but eventually these things helped me liking myself and loving myself. These are things that may help you too. Before I get to my last point, I would like us to listen to these few voice notes that I got from my friends on how their self-love journey has been and how they dealt with outgrowing their insecurities. Insecurities when I, I had as a kid was probably like my weight and my complexion being dark skin like i was made fun of a lot for my complexion so i used to cry to my mom like oh mommy why are they calling me black and then i got past that whole situation personality wise i don't know i was i'm always like i'm a very out there person sometimes i would be scared to be that person because i was afraid i was like intimidating but then i got past that like honestly at this point i'm just like if you can't take me that's your problem <laughs> and also um how did i outgrow those insecurities okay recently okay, not recently maybe in the past like three years how i grew that insecurity is like finding learning more about why there's absolutely nothing wrong with my complexion there's absolutely nothing wrong with the way i look um changing my feet like on like watching people that look like me that are beautiful and i see as beautiful um changing my feed on instagram to you know see more dark-skinned beautiful women so that i don't feel like oh there's something wrong with me and then in terms of personality um i just learned to not dim my light for anyone just like live for me and be free to just be myself in every situation. I'm extroverted and that's it. I'm also introverted, but mostly I'm out there. Like, you know, some people can stomach me. So it's, it, I just let it, like, if you can't take it, you can't take it. That's how it is. I don't know. <laughs> Hi, good afternoon. It's your boy, Sean Luke. You know what it is? You know what's good? <laughs> My biggest insecurity was being skinny. I think yeah it was it was being skinny as i am i think I, I always had a problem with with that until a certain age or until i realized that in order for for in order for me to do what i did which was participate in, in high jump i needed to be skinny i needed to be lightweight <laughs> so it didn't really bother me as much you know personality wise it's just always been this thing of being different and i i think i was just always i was just always insecure about having thinking differently from a lot of the the gents that were in my age group you know because i wouldn't want to always be talking about cars and girls i want to talk about how i'm feeling emotions even at a young age or like like let's talk about something you know not i wouldn't talk about what the crowd would be talking about so i'd be insecure about that i'd be like damn people must think that this man's over here is kind of weird <laughs> um i think the first step is just understanding that you know being unique is actually more like a superpower than 
a disadvantage or a disability it's it's actually a superpower you being one in a million or one in a in a thousand is actually cooler than what you think you know I, I always just told myself that i know sometimes having an ego is bad but in my case i had this ego this ego this main character ego main character syndrome where like i felt like yo man <laughs> i'm the star in this bitch like i'm the star of the show so if anybody has a problem with me it's because they have a problem with the main character you know so it shouldn't be a a, a big deal for me um regarding my skinniness i just learned about genetics and my body type and i understood that i I just accepted that i'm always going to be a skinny gent unless i i try really hard to change that you know but i I just it's just about accepting i accepted i I was i started becoming more comfortable in my skin and yeah man my 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 me being skinny wasn't really an insecurity anymore because i grew actually i grew taller and with height comes popularity you know all the girls would want to talk to that tall guy you know all that all that nonsense (laughs) Just, just my stature. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't a negative thing, man. Being tall and all of that. A lot of people would actually want my height, so I felt like, okay, I guess being, being skinny actually helped me also become really taller in a way. What I could gather from what my friends both had to say, the one piece of information that I think they both touched on is that you don't really have to care about what people think about you. Whatever people's opinions of you are, you don't have to really consider that or mind that at all. Whatever makes you different or unique is what makes you beautiful. Shout out to that. It took me a while. It took me a very long while not to care what people think. Actually, till this day, I may suffer from Avantu Bazotini syndrome, but I really try my best. Now I'm actually better than before. And before, oh my gosh, my best friend used to um, kill me. <laughs> okay, not kill me, but she used to hate it every time I would be like, oh my gosh, what do people think? Oh my gosh, what will people think? And there's like a specific group of people that I would always care about what they think about me, how they're going to think about me. Are they still going to love me? Are they going to change how they see me? And though this is the constant thing that I would get told Um, by my friends, by my close friends, is don't care what people think. It's actually not one of my practices, but I think that's also such a good point. Not caring about what people think helps you learn more about yourself and being comfortable with yourself and only caring about how you feel about yourself and the actions that you take. Caring about what you think is what matters and not what others think. So shout out to you guys. Thank you so much. Now, I know there's a final piece, a final point that I need to talk about, but I think it's it's too it's too much to my heart. I need to gather some um, strength to talk about it, and it's going to be the part two for this topic. So stay tuned, get ready for part two, and we'll continue the conversation. If you've listened so far, thank you so much. Mwah. Catch you on the next one.